Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Uh, Jim Beheim started coaching at Syracuse before you were born. 47 years at that institution. His first year there was 1976. One national title, one dead guy. That's insane. And you're right, yeah. One it's, national title. Is that disappointing, by the way, one to have that job for 47 years and just one title? I mean... I don't know. It's I mean, hard to win. a I lot mean, of good teams. I know, but we went through the list of coaches that have won multiple national titles. Not that many. It, it's, it's not that many. But you are right. He is considered a legend. He's mm-hmm. one of the all-time winningest. Second winningest, I think. His teams were really good. That matchup zone was nasty. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of, I mean, I also think you'd find a group of people who would tell you that Beheim was overrated because of the matchup zone, and he had a couple good runs, but outside of that, you know, man, were they you, that great? How can you be one of the winningest coaches of all time I, and be overrated? And I tend to agree with And you. you did it at a place, let's be honest, upstate New York. The Cuse? Yeah, it's not like you're... They weren't much before he got there, were they? No. Well, again, he got I mean, there I before... I wasn't even alive. I was going to say, he got there like when Methuselah was, was Actually, going to school. Yeah, I'm looking here. They... So their program started mm-hmm. in 1903. They didn't go to any sort of postseason until 1956. Have you ever been up that way? Have you ever been to Syracuse? Uh, no. I have. And I let have me tell not. you, you know, we always talk about like Manhattan, Kansas. Like, why would you go to Manhattan? <clears throat> and I'm not saying it's Manhattan, Kansas, but I'm saying, why the hell would you go to Syracuse? Yeah. Like that, so it's not I, good out there. I give him credit. I mean, he, he won... Uh, one national title, he went to five Final Fours, mm-hmm. and he won an S-ton of games. I mean... Yeah, he was good. Yeah. He was good. He's a, But I, I find him very unlikable. Well, he's a jerk. Yes. And uh, here's a... Today was a classic example of why. Yeah, he went out. Like, your final thing that you're going to do as a coach is, right. is just be an ass. All right. Well, he that's what he is. That's what he is. But you would think there'd be maybe some grace as you bow out. But he's... Uh, so they lost to Wake Forest or some somebody. Yeah, and, they lost uh, to Wake. They aren't any good. I was looking at, I was looking at, like the last time they were pretty good. You remember they came out of nowhere and went to the uh, Final Four. That was in two thousand. Um, looks like that was in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, they weren't even supposed to make the tournament. They a lot of people yeah. thought they didn't belong. They had fourteen losses, and they yeah they made a Final Four run. But uh, since then they have done nothing. Yeah, I mean they've been to a couple tournaments. Um, yeah, it's... he's losing ten to fifteen games a year. Yep. So after the game today, uh, it got a little weird because he made it weird uh, with uh, a reporter, and here's what that sounded like. 
But uh, I've just been lucky to be able to coach this long. I, I think you missed it. <clears throat> I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday, and I gave it in the press conference afterwards, and nobody except William, William Payne figured it out. Are you saying right now that you're, you, you're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, I but you're I not saying? I just said it. I don't know. So you don't know? Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you, you're not sure whether you're, when will you, when will, how will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. Okay, so he, God, okay, so he says, oh, I retired last week and none of you guys even knew about it yeah. because I was telling you that I was, yeah. but nobody picked up on it. But now he's saying, he's kind of insinuating that he wants to come back and it's not in his, the ball's not in his court. Yeah. It's in the university's hands. Well, the university came out right after that and said, yeah, you're not coming back. Yeah. So and, he's gone. So very unceremonious for yeah, uh, Jim Bay. But they never say the word fired. They, it's it's all this vague language. They wanted him to retire. I'm yes. sure that they said, look, Just, Jim, it's, it's, it's not, not working, working anymore. Yeah. We want you to retire. And he was probably in classic Jim Beheim fashion. Being an ass. Saying no. Yeah. I don't want to retire. Yeah. And then they're, and he's like, fire me. And they're like, well, we don't want to fire you. Exactly. But can we just find, and that's the thing, like, after all that, you still can't gracefully just, like, have a, a moment of, of grace, a moment of civility. No, you can't. So your, your final words were just being an ass at a press conference and making everything awkward. Awesome. Yeah. Stuart Mandel also points out, kind of for the blaze of glory, that he goes, his retirement was even more awkward than I imagined. He lost his last game to one of the coaches he accused of buying his team in the tournament of the conference that he never wanted to join and then effectively got canned in a press release, press release after one of his worst yeah. press conferences. Yeah. That's how it ends for Jim Beheim. I mean, couldn't happen to a better guy. And wow. apparently, Wake is—he's had a bunch of issues with them, either using NIL or whatever. And when they beat him earlier in the year, he couldn't take the loss and basically capped on Wake for buying <laughs> yeah. the team. Beheim's pissed because he was buying players back in the olden days, and <laughs> now that everyone else is doing it, now he's upset. Who's Wake Forest's coach? Couldn't tell you. Why no, no. Aren't you idea. a sports guy? Isn't this a sports show? I don't know. Is it Steve Forbes? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I thought he'd be like a CEO, not a basketball. Yeah, player. Steve Forbes. I don't All know. Right. Some guy named Steve Forbes is their coach. Someone said John Wooden was coaching when Bayheim started. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> is Whoa, is that true? That's true. <laughs> when was Wooden's last year? Now, immediately Dude, that's the, true. the internet research department goes to town. Uh, that's by the way, that's me. Well, so yeah, let me, I mean. Well, Buck's in it. What, what is Buck doing? Oh, it's very close. So so Wooden coached UCLA through 75. Okay. And you said Bayheim started in 76? 76. Mm, wow. Right there. So Bayheim must have been an assistant then when when Wooden was still a head coach, you'd imagine? Oh, if for he, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. Jimmy Bayheim. And then we had, remember we had all the Bayheim boys. You had Buddy Bayheim, and they were just as red-assy as their pop. Elsewhere in sports douches. Uh, let's talk about another basketball coach who's in hot water. Uh, Texas Tech is really on a nice run of a-holes. Yeah. They had Bob Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had Chris Beard. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. the Austin Strangler. They had Billy Gillespie. Mm-hmm. You may remember him. I forgot about Billy Gillespie. He was there. Yeah. They had him in between Knight and Beard. Hmm. And I now they have forgot this, about that. Yeah, and he was he's accused of being uh, of mistreating players, yes. uh, Gillespie, if you didn't know. But also, and he was the guy who blamed it all on booze, right? Yes. Isn't he an alcoholic? You are correct. I just got a little too drunk. Yeah, happens. Um, 
their coach, Mark Adams. This is the right-hand man of Chris Beard, He's who now- <laughs> stuck around and didn't go to Texas with Chris Beard, which, by the way, caused them to fight. I don't know if you knew that. No, there's he a... He wanted Mark Adams to go with him oh, to Texas. Like, he's like, no, why would I And he's like, I just... dude, I'm going to get the job here. Would... And Beard got all pissed off at him. <laughs> God. In classic Chris Beard and fashion. Then he, and then he smashed ch- his glasses. And then choked him, right? So Texas Tech has suspended their coach, Mark Adams. Now, they are not having a very good season. No. But uh, they're investigating an inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment made to a player. So he says... Uh, he was quoting scripture. He says it was a private conversation about coaching, and when you have a job and being coachable. Hey, just know that any time that you're quoting scripture, you can say whatever you want because the Lord's involved. Remember that. He told the player there is always a master and a servant. Yeah. And the player did not like that. No. Thought it was racist. Yes. Uh, he said, no, 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 scripture. Yeah, it's biblical. So, by the way, uh, and, but he, and he won't apologize. He said that he, he, he so the, the university came to him and said, hey, you need to apologize. And he said he went to the team and he said he did not apologize. He explained. Yeah. <laughs> he explained he said that. It. He said, I, one of the coaches told me it bothered the player. I went in and I explained to him. I didn't apologize. Though. No. But he's now been suspended because they're also looking into it because apparently uh, he's had other run-ins with players, including this player that he told master and servant. And apparently uh, he spit on him. And then told him that he could spit on him whenever the hell he wants because he's in charge. And he claims on that one that he had... He said he didn't remember saying that. Yeah, yeah. He oh, first... but he said he had a cold. Yeah. He or said... he was like, he, he was sick. He was sick or had a cold, and so he said he couldn't control his spit. <laughs> and so he's saying that I may have spit on him, but he's not saying that he didn't say that I can spit on you whenever you want because I'm the master. But he's just claiming that he doesn't remember if he said it. So there's that. Man. So he seems like a wonderful individual. Uh, Coach, can you not spit on me? First off, uh, I'm the master, you're the servant, and I'll spit on when you ever. <laughs> Are you telling me you don't remember whether or not you said that? I mean, jeez Louise. Are you guys familiar with what Mark Adams looks like? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a photo. I, I've heard someone, I, I once saw someone say he looks like Janet Reno, and I cannot unsee it. Oh, my god! Yeah, he does. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you just dead blew my freaking mind. I cannot watch Texas Tech play basketball and not oh, think that Janet Reno's coaching. Even better, look up, <laughs> go to YouTube and look up Janet Reno's dance party. Will Ferrell did a sketch where he played he played Janet Reno doing like a dance. It is a spitting image of Will Ferrell doing Janet Reno. And I can't get enough of it now. Well, we'll see what happens with Mark Adams. Um, <laughs> Texas Tech's on a nice one. Also, and if uh, he's yelling at you, just you know, turn your head because you're going to get spit on, and then you're going to get told to shut up because you're the servant. I have another sports chump that I'd like to get to. We have yet to discuss, and that is uh, the great or not so great Jackson Mahomes. Oh, what's this donkey up to? You haven't seen why he's been uh, no. in the news? You're going to get excited about this one. Yeah, you'll like this. Might get canceled. You can always count on douches to cancel themselves. Exciting. And Jackson Mahomes <laughs> is well on his way. I haven't seen this. Um, so we'll get to that next. It is Buck with SportsCenter. Yeah. I am going to tell you something good here because uh, as we wrap up Sports Chumps, a segment here on The Fan, I have um, good news about Jackson Mahomes. Oh, all right. I, I'm... I'm very excited. He's, so this is Patrick's brother. Yeah, wonderful human being. He's on the TikToks, you know. He's yeah. uh, very famous he, for... He dances. Dancing and uh, sort of piggybacking off of his brother's sports fame. It's really all he does. 
Uh, by the way, I didn't know Jackson Holmes was 6'6". Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, he's a big, tall guy. Dude, he's super tall. Yeah. And super douchey. Well, anyway, uh, he is under investigation by Kansas City Police. Mm. Actually, Overland Park Police. Overland Park. You ever been there? I can't say that I have. Think Beaverton without the diversity. <laughs> okay. I like that. Uh, it's uh, just a bunch of white people. All right. But um, yeah, there's a restaurant down there called uh, Aspen's. Let me double check that here. Don't mind us. Does it really matter what it's called? I mean, to be honest. Well, with I you. just want to be accurate. Okay, but I mean, you could have said it's. You know, here it is. <laughs> Aspen's Restaurant and Lounge. Okay. In Overland Park. All right. And he goes there because the there's a girl that he is friends with that works there, mm-hmm. who is the stepdaughter of the owner, whose name is Aspen. Okay. So he's got he's got a connection there. So he goes there, and he, and he frequents there, and uh, he went in there the other day, and the the owner of Aspen says that one out of every four times he goes in, it's a nightmare. Um, and I have heard this. I have you know obviously friends in Kansas City. His re- Jackson Mahomes' reputation there is absolute mud. Apparently, he is the most difficult guy to deal with, and when he comes into your place. Everybody cringes because they know there's going to be a scene. Well, and remember, he was the one too that that tried to get a a, a popular like steakhouse canceled because he showed up with a group of people and and he demanded a table and they didn't have one for him, and he went off on them. So that's kind of the idea yeah. of what. And he apparently he's always like this. Like he just, I mean, it's unbelievable, and no one likes him, and no one wants him around, and no one wants him to come to their bar or their restaurant. And yet he's just floating around town with his posse, just. Yep. You know, being douchey. Well, anyway, they were down. Apparently, they were uh, at the restaurant, and they were congregating near the employee's office, which is down in the basement. And the owner, Aspen, smelled marijuana. Mm -hmm. So there was a waiter that apparently was down there trying to enter the office, and apparently he's, like, getting a water bottle or something. And Mahomes shoved him. And so Vaughn pulls Mahomes into the office to talk to him about all this because it is kind of delicate. You know, it's Patrick Mahomes' brother. He's there a lot. Um, he's friends with her stepdaughter. So he pulls her in, and he forcibly kisses her. There's a video of this I'm watching right now. Yeah. Boy, it is uncomfortable. Twice. Yeah, actually three times. And so she says, he forcibly kisses me out of nowhere, and I'm telling him, pushing him off, saying, what are you doing? He then proceeded to do it two more times, where the last time I was pushing him off, uh, and you can see on cameras that somebody was outside of the office door, and I was yelling for them to come in because he's big and massive. Like, it, it is. Yeah. And he does. He comes from behind, literally grabs her by the throat, and it's not just like a light. I mean, he is going at it. So she has not filed a formal police report, but... And she said that she's worried that police aren't going to pursue this because of who he is. Yeah. But uh, it sounds like they are investigating. And, uh, yeah. Boy, it is. That's the latest on Jackson Mahomes being a douche. Boy, that but that's more than being a douche. That is. I know. That is predatory. And and I'm reading here in this article from uh, one of the Kansas City papers is saying that there this is... It is not believed uh, that this is the first time that he has a reputation of forcibly going up to well, people yeah. and kissing them. Like, if you do that once, yeah. how many times have you done that? You've done it plenty of times. So hopefully he'll just get canceled and we won't have to worry well, about him he's, anymore. Dude, he's really lucky if that's what happens here. Because if you do that, dude, you got it. You get a lot worse stuff that, that happens to you than that. 
I mean, that's something that you you can get at at a club. You can get shot. You can catch an ass whooping. I mean, my God. So we're finally getting a new ballpark out at Hillsboro, finally. Oh, real quick, I mean, that Hop Stadium is so old that... uh, Jackson's attorney claims that he did nothing wrong, and he'll prove it. So, Oh, sure. Just so you know. What does the video prove, then? Uh, (laughs) Buck, did you not just hear the statement? Well, he's going to say, oh, she was flirting with me. Yeah, she was into it. Yeah. Also, it's different for rich people. And there's no audio on there, either. No, so So you don't don't know. Yeah, she was clearly... It's going to be hard to pin him on this, but at the same time... I can't believe someone hasn't just beat the... I know. The tar out of him yet at a bar. You go out in, in enough clubs and you've got a reputation, you're being ass. Eventually, you're. this is the whole Ja Morant thing. When you pretend to be a tough guy, eventually you run into a real tough guy and it usually doesn't go well for you. But right, the, uh, the yeah. hops. Yeah, the hops getting a new ballpark. Yeah. Because their old one was only 10 years old. I know that is a little right, little odd. But you said that they needed now that they're in a different. Uh, well, they got moved up to high A. Yeah, and so when you get moved up to high A, apparently they have to meet new MLB facility standards. Yeah, and what that means is not exactly clear. It just says that the ballpark design will address player health and wellness, improve security, elevate the fan experience, and enhance home and visiting facilities. So whatever that is, uh, they looked at it and said, "Well, Ron Tonkin Field." is going to cost X to renovate, why don't we just build a new one? And they said it's actually more cost-effective to just build a new one. I find that fascinating. So it's 120, they're saying about $120 million. Yeah. And they said most of it's private funding, though? Uh, yeah, but some of it is going to come from, uh, let's see here now. Let's see here now. Some of it will come from the city. Yeah, it says uh, funding for the project will be paid for predominantly through private financing secured by the HOPs with a smaller portion of the funding coming from the city of Hillsborough through the transient lodging tax. Transient lodging tax? What yeah. is what is that? You just get a hotel. But you, transient? You come to watch a game. <laughs> well, it means they don't live here. Okay. All it right. just means passing through, maybe? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? What's happening here? <laughs> and so the hops will have full control over the new ballpark, and then the city will retain ownership and operation of Ron Tonkin Field. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. I don't know. I mean, I... Why would you need a a baseball stadium when there's no team that plays there? Well, they could, I'm sure they'll convert it to something. Yeah. Well, maybe. it's kind of cool. The new one, too, will hold concerts and stuff out there. Yeah. I, I, I see some renderings. I mean, uh, looks cool, I yeah. guess. I don't yeah. Go Hops. I, I just wish that was a little bit closer. Like, I, I, I've made it out to a handful of Hops games over the years. Um, I love live baseball. I just... And I'm sure people out in Hillsboro feel the same way. Like, if you said something's on the other side of town, you know, people from Hillsboro aren't going to drive out. And it's and it's, it's if we had a ballpark here in Portland, like back when we had the Portland Beavers, I just I just wish we had something that was downtown, like the Memorial Coliseum, because that was Merritt Paulson's original plan, right? Was to to uh, to build a baseball stadium there. Yeah, that's then, what he wanted. Yeah, and. I just, it was going to be convertible to an MLB park. Yeah, and I just but think the Blazers that, shot it down. Yeah, they don't want any competition. I just the think Blazers that, are a bunch of bitches. I think that would be amazing to have a ballpark back in the city. And if the Hops were in the city, I'd go to way more games. But you know, that was that guy, uh, Larry Larry Miller. Miller. Yeah, because they said they wanted who's de- a murderer. They wanted to develop. That is true. They wanted to develop that area, and that was the whole Jump Town thing. And here we are, all these years later, and the Coliseum just kind of sits there. I mean, the Winterhawks play there, and you get some concerts that rolling through there, but. It's just such a wasted space down there. You know, it's and, and all the cities you've been to, have you ever been to one where there's less around like the arena than than in Portland? Well, you know what I've always thought about Portland, uh, and I love it here, 
but I've I've never really understood why they don't have more things down on the water. Like, there's not a lot of... No. I mean, I know since I've moved here, they've built that esplanade on the east side there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's like you got all the... You got the river running right through the city, and yep. there's no, like... There's not a lot of... River walks sort well, the, of stuff. Yeah, there was, like, the, the restaurant... There was that restaurant, that floating restaurant down there. Mm-hmm. That thing's been closed for, like, seven or eight years. Yeah, it just sits there. I always thought that was kind of cool down there. Yeah. It's like, why not more of that? I never understood that. I don't know why that because is. Because most cities, if you go down by the yeah. water, like if you go San down Francisco, to San Diego or San whatever. San Antonio. San Antonio. I mean, most of the time when you either have a river or you've got, you know, ocean front down there, you, you know, bay, there is a ton happening. But you're right. But that was the idea behind Terminal 2, uh, the the Major League Ballpark, yeah. if that ever happened, was to develop an area down there on the waterfront, like water taxis. and. But that's it, out of the way, too, though. That's not right downtown. No, but at least the, the idea was try to take something and, and, and make something along the water. Like Vancouver is doing this right now. I know you don't get over to the Couve much. Well, but I've been up there. They, have they done, did a good job. They have that. done a ton down there yeah. to develop the the waterfront down there and it looks and, good yeah and there's there's a bunch of rest and so if you go down there on any day especially on weekends that place is popping and again we don't have a lot of that we don't have it on the willamette we don't have it on the columbia mm-hmm. and it is weird that that seems to be a giant wasted opportunity that it exists in most places yeah. i never th- understood that and you know and motor center is right there on the banks of the willamette basically uh, right that's what i mean like yeah. you could you could have a whole district down there but uh ah, what do we know yeah. well there's jump town and then what boom. do we know Oh, Jumptown. Yeah, that's Larry Miller, too. That was Larry Miller. That was his idea, and that yeah. got shot. Who shot that down? I don't remember. Wasn't that like a big entertainment that was, fun yeah, district? Yeah, that was supposed to be that whole thing, yeah. But the Blazers supposedly, remember, they control the rights to develop all that stuff, and, you know, they... Well, that was their idea, That though, was their idea, down. and nothing never came of it. Why? So, I don't remember. I don't remember exactly why that... That I want failed. an expose on that. I don't know. We, I mean, we had a, we had a bunch of weird things. Remember, they they lost control of the building for a while, and like, uh, what was it like the company from back east? Was it Global Spectrum yeah, that, ran it? Jumptown was after that. I know. It's just that the whole thing has been weird. I mean, there literally isn't. I think Doctor Jacks is down there. It isn't even open except like on game days. There is literally not a yeah. place to go eat. It's ridiculous. Within walking distance. I guess if you wanted to walk over to like the Denny's or Red Robin, that's like across the the freeway. I mean, yeah. it's it's. Ridiculous. It's a joke. And you know what? That arena at this point, and I know they've it, done some things to it, but it's, it's not old. that nice. No. Like it's getting old, man. Yeah. It's old. The Blazers need a new place to play. Well, good luck. The only reason Come we on, have Jody. the only reason we have an arena in the first place is that Paul built one. So are you telling me that you're gonna get the city of Portland to vote on taxpayer <laughs> money to build a new arena when Moto Center nah. is sitting right there? You need Phil Knight. We can't even vote to tear down the G D Coliseum. We're not voting to <laughs> We're not voting to build a new one. Well, you need Jody Allen to sell the team to Phil Knight or somebody that will. Yeah. That's about it, because Jody ain't going to build it. The Oracle guy will. Larry Ellison, your boy. I love that you're (laughs) panning for Larry Ellison to own the team. I want the crazy. You know that guy would have like he'd have like a strip club attached to it. There'd be a gambling site. He would just go off the reservation. It'd be great, dude. You should read about how he's basically playing his own real life version of Sim City in Hawaii. He bought bought most of Lanai for like three hundred million dollars many many years ago, yeah. and they think it's worth like ninety billion now or something. Like that. <laughs> what ninety billion? Oh no no, he's worth ninety billion. Excuse me, that's what it is. I think. Damn, dude. See, like what's oh he's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure crazy. he's wonderful. Ah, come on. Everyone hates them. <laughs> well, wouldn't it be great? Everyone hates us up here in the Pacific Northwest anyways. They all well, make they fun don't. of the city. So let's just, you know, lean into it. Be the villain of the NBA. Let's go. We trade for John Morant. Let's let's do this. Great jump town. 
All right. Give me a place to drink after games. Open Seggy next on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.